Hey, I'm Andy Chaley at 88.5, the SoCal Sound. Welcome to one of our SoCal Sound sessions, welcoming in Daisy the Great. Hello. Glad you're here. Thank you. Uh, over here to my right is Kelly Nicole Dugan. Hi. And uh, next to her is Minna Walker. Nice to meet you. Nice to, nice meet, to you. meet you. Uh, we've gotten to know each other uh, really well over the last uh, hour or so, and uh, we have a performance that you're going to absolutely love. Uh, they're doing three songs. Well, that's what that's what they're contractually obligated for. <laughs> but oh. since the song uh, Record Player is one of the most played songs this year on 88.5, uh, we thought maybe we'd twist their arm into giving you a version of that. Before we talk, mm -hmm. can we do that? Sure. Yeah. All right. This is the their original version of uh, the record player song. This is Daisy the Great on 88.5. All right. We're Daisy the Great, and this is the record player song. I've got a record player that was made in 2014 That my hair blew, it came out of C6 soda green I like vintage dresses when they fall just below my knees I pretend I scraped them coming in the tree Sometimes I think all I'm ever doing is trying to convince myself I'm alive Sometimes I think all I'm ever doing is trying to convince myself I'm alive Dyed my hair blue, it came out of C6 soda green I like vintage dresses when they fall just below my knees I pretend I scraped them coming in the Sometimes I think all I'm ever doing is trying to convince myself I'm alive Sometimes I think all I'm ever doing is trying to convince myself I'm alive I need a dictionary, someone look me up and define me
The record player song from Daisy the Great. Now, that's a, a different version mm-hmm. than the one that a lot of people, the, the one that's had a, what, a quarter of a billion <laughs> TikTok views now? Yeah. Have you gotten your head around that? I mean, that's. Definitely not. No. It's out of our hands. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot of people that, yeah. like, instantly know what you're about. Uh, it kind of reminds me of, like, uh, you know, the wet leg phenomenon of, mm-hmm. of this uh, last year. How, I mean, to go from a a, a young band, I mean, you, you, the band's only, what, six years old? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To all of a sudden you're going across the country and everywhere you go, people know the words yeah. to your songs. That's, that has to be pretty heady. It it's wild. Is, yeah, yeah. It, it is really wild. We... We put out the record player song in 2017, and it was the first song that we ever released. And then, uh, it we released some, some an album and an EP after, and it was like having some viral moments just on the internet, which was really exciting. Um, but it definitely, with the new version with AJR, um, definitely had another like yeah. giant <laughs> like resurgence and new wave of of. Uh, fans finding us which was super exciting we got to go on tour uh in ways that we would never have imagined like pre-pandemic we went on one (laughs) diy tour that we called like the venues ourselves and just booked the whole thing like we had no team it was just us and then like after that after all this we've been on like some really incredible tours like able to open for amazing artists uh and it it really has been like a huge dream come true Mm -hmm. in many ways (laughs) terrific timing by the way to put out your first full length in 2019 right before Mm -hmm. a a global pandemic hits uh that has to love love it (laughs) i've talked to so many artists and and that you know is a a very common thread Mm -hmm. of how uh just debilitating that is when you know your instinct is to get out and play these yeah. shows for people yeah. and you just can't you can't yeah. yeah i do think it like we were such a band that just like loved to perform and like we for a long time were super ahead of ourselves in performing like we would book shows in new york all the time and uh we would we wouldn't play any of the record that was out like our 2019 record we would just play all these new songs we had written and we hadn't recorded them uh and then w- w- when the pandemic hit, we were like, okay, I guess we should record our album now. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, in some ways it was like a push to get us into the studio. Um, cause I don't know, like, cause we How just like loved performing. Taken, yeah. So we like never like took the time to record. <laughs> um, so th- that was cool. It was also cool to just record an album um, of songs that we had like performed before cause they were like, yeah. pretty lived in yeah. um, when we recorded them. Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of like uh, in auto racing uh, under a yellow flag. Uh, you can go into the pits and, and nobody's yeah, going to pass yeah. you. Everybody can go in and record yeah. and, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and make sure you uh, use the time wisely. Well, th- speaking to that, the reason that you're out on tour right now mm-hmm. is a brand new album. Mm-hmm. It's called All You Need Is Time. It's available now wherever you buy records. makes a lovely stocking stuffer. Uh, and, Big stock. Um, yeah, it won't fit in a stocking. <laughs> <laughs> we do have cassettes, though. Yeah, I mean, thumb drive? I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> will you do a song from that for us? Of course. Absolutely. Um, you're going to do uh, a liar. Now, I saw the video for mm-hmm. this one, and it's fantastic. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, the, this high school confessional uh, sort of thing. And I want to ask you about the videos, because you got some really good ones cool. uh, after you do this. But, cool. uh, ladies and gentlemen, Daisy the Great, this is Liar. I 
That's Liar from Daisy the Great on 88.5, the SoCal Sound. Uh, the band mm-hmm. is super tight. You've done a smart <laughs> thing and gather people around you who are really quality musicians. Oh, yeah. it, has, awesome. it looks like you have a lot of fun. Yeah. We do. And we've been the band like since the beginning. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, everybody. We, we, we've been in the band for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to do to do this, but uh, w- sometimes when bands come in, mm-hmm. here, um, 
we'll let them, we want them to put their best foot forward. So if somebody plays a clam, you know, somebody has a bad note or, or mm -hmm. you know, forgets a lyric or whatever, do the song again. Go ahead and, and, and yeah. give it another try. I was really impressed that it's one take. You guys go through <laughs> one time and, you, well, there, okay, there was a giggle fit at the beginning of one of them. Uh, <laughs> we'll nip that out. You can leave it in. You can leave it in. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just one take and done. Mm -hmm. that, that, to me, speaks to... Uh, band member chops mm -hmm. and and having confidence in, in what you're doing. Thanks. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we definitely get nitpicky. I feel like we kind of made a rule for live stuff that like we kind of yeah. have to go with it because we'll either do one take and be like that was fine, or we'll do like a hundred right. because we'll be like, well, that one had a mess up. But that little, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's live it's music. Live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's the name of the game. Um, so you guys, you said a minute ago you met uh, in, in school, uh, you, at the, the Tisch School, right? Yeah. yeah. In, in New York City. Uh, and I looked up just you know, a quick list of some of the, the uh, alumni from there. Uh, Lady Gaga, uh, Ang Lee, Spike Lee, Oliver Stone, Alec Baldwin, Neil Simon, Karen O, uh, M. Night Sh uh, Shyamalan. A uh, bunch of hacks, basically. Uh, people <laughs> that, that haven't, haven't found their footing. Uh, a lot of musicians and, mm -hmm. and, and directors there and, and actors. Um, you did not go there to be in the music side of it. Right. And the, that's the, the, over on that side is the uh, Clive Davis Institute, right? Right, yeah, yeah. You did not go there for that. No, no. we went to acting school. We went to acting school, yeah. So I, I've heard the saying before that every actor wants to be a rock star, every <laughs> rock star wants to be an actor. That's uh, <laughs> funny. It feels like, um, that there, there must be some common thread in, in just wanting to tell a story. Definitely, yeah. and we're also like artists in many ways. I think that we're just kind of creative and like artistic minded people and that uh, it comes out in acting and in singing and also in like visual art and we love directing our music videos and being a, a big hand in that uh, mm. as well. So I think it's also yeah. like, just music was something that we really connected over and like had a lot of agency to like make progress in yeah. music. Uh, and it just was something that like brought us a lot of joy and luckily it's like working out pretty yeah. well right now. So it's, it's, it's like, also just like yeah. me and Kel, I think that like having a band, we were able to create like a whole world. Yeah. Uh, and like there's so many aspects of making music that aren't making music of just like you know designing like art for the albums and like yeah having music videos yeah. like all the visual stuff that goes with the and and like the direction of the shows and the live performance yeah. there's just a lot of factors that like i think what was appealing to us was being able to create all of it and mm -hmm. i think that um something at least for me and I think Kelly shares this with me with acting is that a lot of stuff is kind of out of your hands. Um, if you're like solely an actor, you, 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 a lot of like opportunities um, are like in other people's hands of like whether or not like you can act in something unless you're like writing and um, right. producing stuff. Um, so I think that that was just like not super appealing to me. I, I like wanted to, to make stuff and this was like awesome. <laughs> well, Minna, I notice at the end of the videos, you're very meticulous about putting 
all the credits in there of everybody that participated in it. Uh-huh. Are, have you guys leveraged <laughs> some of your friendships from from school to, to have people participate Definitely, in this? Definitely, yeah. Our friends, yeah. Our friends we, are we put always our friends in the videos. Like, all our videos. <laughs> yeah, I think that, like, most videos have yeah. our friends in them or ourselves in them. Uh, we know a lot of great actors, yeah. and, like, we won't want them to be in our videos. <laughs> That's yeah. fun. That's fun. Um, let's do another song. Uh, we're going to do one of the songs, another one that's on the LP. Uh, this one is called Routine. Tell me tell me a little bit about Routine before we hear it. Routine is currently our favorite song on the record. It is kind of like a deep cut. It's not one of the singles, but it's it was long. always a song. Yeah, it was pretty It's the long. longest song on the record. It's over yeah, five minutes. Yeah, now. yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's a song that really feels like important to us and we we started writing it actually we we opened for the indigo girls on tour in 2019 for a few shows and we like started writing routine there with emily from the indigo girls and then we took it home uh and wrote the song after that and we were like playing with like chord progressions and stuff uh with her it was cool and so it just feels like it started from a really special place, and then we're really proud of the, the song yeah. that came out of that. It came out of, uh, I remember we were sitting, Kelly at this time lived in Manhattan in an apartment, and I went to her house, and we were going to, like, we are like, okay, let's work on that song, because we, like, mostly just had the chord progression. And we, like, opened up my notebook, and the whole chorus is just, like, a paragraph from my notebook. And we were just like, okay... Like, can you tell that you're repeating yourself? Has it become routine? We were, like, moving the words around to see, like, where they would, like, fit yeah. musically into the chorus, into the melody. Um, and that really just felt like such a fun puzzle for us yeah. to do. Um, That's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's have a listen. This is Routine, Daisy the Great, on 88.5 The SoCal Sound. Thank you. 
That's Daisy the Greats on 88.5, the SoCal Sound. Uh, we're joined here by uh, Minna and, and Kelly. You know, it's, I have a theory that Daisy the Great is actually a funk band <laughs> in, in, in disguise. Because you know, there are songs that are, you know, straightforward rock more, like, you know, Liar and so forth. But, like, Glitter and Easy, there's a, there's a funk yeah. vibe to it. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> sure. All right. I, I, I didn't know if there was, uh, you know, some. There's not a big plan to be a funk band, but we definitely like to dip into a lot of genres, and I think if we we like to just craft the the instrumentation around whatever feels like it's gonna get the message or the like, you know, yeah. soul of the song across. So yeah, sometimes for easy. We definitely wanted it to be yeah. like a fun breakup song, yeah. like that, groovy. Yeah. Yeah. Disco. We'll just go towards that if it. Seems right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it just to me, it speaks to a, a vocabulary for mm-hmm. um, musicianship. You know, mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. that the the people that you play with and you guys both have a, a pretty good vocabulary of different types of musical styles. <laughs> and can you. call on them when, whenever you want. When it's, you that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Thanks. Tell me about your first instruments. Ooh, <laughs> my first instrument. Well, it kind of, if you count singing. Yes, it was, was singing. Both of our first uh, but I started playing piano when I was six. Had lessons when you were six? I had lessons. Yeah, I had lessons, and then I actually quit my lessons when I was eleven, 
But then I started writing music, and so I asked my mom if I could restart my piano lessons because I realized that I didn't really have a huge interest in like playing a ton of classical piano, but that I was super interested in music theory. So I restarted my lessons, and then I would just spend my lesson like asking questions about piano and music and like just random stuff and try and understand different uh, stuff about piano. <laughs> but that was really, that was really exciting because it was basically just having like a piano or like a music tutor rather than being like, I'm gonna like play Bach forever, right. um, which is extremely impressive and I wish I could do that, but I only have like a couple of things that I retained. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was happy to have that time again and yeah. start. Yeah. That's an amazing, when you, when you get a, like, I know, a tiny sliver of it, but music theory, the moment I realized, oh, so on the guitar, when you go up two frets, it's a full step. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why they skip a black key on the piano, yeah. and all of that kind of comes together. It's like, yeah. oh. Yeah, when you can tie the instruments together, that's like a awesome. big a big wow moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my what about first, you? Yeah, my, I think my... Mm, bad time for a sip. <laughs> okay. uh, my first instrument, I think, was piano. Uh, I took piano lessons when I was a kid too, probably when I was like eight or nine, maybe seven. Uh, I also was like more interested in singing when I was a kid. Uh, and I played viola when I was in, I was like in orchestra in fifth grade. So that might've been before piano. No, I don't know. I think I played piano first. I played viola very poorly uh, in orchestra because my stepsister also played viola and I was just not very good at the it. Viola pipeline. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I would play it, and like whenever, and there was only like four viola players because everybody else played the violin or like the cello. And whenever it would like go to like a viola solo part, I would like clam up and like be really scared about it. Um, but I, I, I want to get back into it because I feel like now I could probably be good at it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I learned piano, uh, and then I taught myself guitar, like at the end of college. Yeah. yeah. And my like the song that I retained is the entertainer on piano. That's nice. the one I Oh, on nice. Piece. Yeah. Uh from the the Sting, uh, uh was that uh trying to think who that wasn't Mancini. That's a that's a great piece. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but don't sing too much of it. We'll have to pay royal. <laughs> uh <laughs> will you will you do uh, one more song for us? Of course. Absolutely. Uh this one's going to be uh, ironically, the first one on mm -hmm. the record, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's always the last song we play. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's a great song. This one uh, is called uh, Time Machine. Uh, tell us a little bit about Time Machine. Time Machine is, I mean, Routine is a, is a favorite song on the record, but Time Machine has always felt like the heart of the record to us. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were kind of building the order and the meaning of the record we were like, around Time Machine. Time has machine. to be first or last. Yeah. Uh, we wrote Time Machine with some writers, Coyle and Carter, that are super awesome. And we were having a, a kind of random writing session and had no plans for what we wanted to do. But Coyle came in and had read an article about a group of physicists that were uh, moving electrons like into the recent past. And so... And it was like the first time they successfully it was did like, it, which is... Technically, Tec yeah. time travel. So yeah. we started talking about time travel, and then uh, 
we were just like, we should write like a big anthem right now and just like write a time travel anthem. Yeah. And we got yeah. super excited about it. Kelly and... like went over to the keyboard and did that like uh, ascending. Is it ascending or is it descending? The it's five is going up, but the beginning part is not that part. Right. The beginning part oh, is the is crunchy part. The crunchy. So Kelly was playing like these big crunchy chords on the piano, <laughs> and I was just like yelling. I was like, "Are you listening to the clocks in this house?" So <laughs> like I had no idea what I was saying. Yeah. I was like, "That's good. Let's keep it." <laughs> like that was the intro. Yeah. And it kind of spilled out of us after that. Like we it were just like fast. super, like yeah, we were super excited about that song, uh, and we decided to put it first on the record. Because we wanted to put the record like in like we wanted you to look at the record through a lens of time so we thought like putting that song first would give you like context it's like the like kind of uh, omniscient narrator before the record starts like the most wise and then going to like the most innocent part of your brain and yeah. traveling through time that way all right and this is the result here is time machine daisy the great on 88.5 the socal sound Are you listening to the clocks in this house? They are growling at me. They are growling at me. Saying, how can it be that the
This time machine from Daisy the Great on 88.5, the SoCal Sound. You guys sound absolutely amazing. Thank I, I'm, you. I've become such a, a, I was already a fan, but now I'm, uh, I'm really impressed with, uh, with your live show. Thank um, you. So I, I know uh, by the time this airs for people, you'll have been through here and uh, this tour wrapped up. But uh, what are the plans for, for 2023? We are going on a headline tour in 2023, so we're in the middle right now of releasing dates for that, but uh, come come January, I would say that they'll all be out. Yeah. Um, and we, we just uh, announced LA. We have an LA show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we are playing, I think it's the end of April in LA. I think it's the 28th. It might be the 30th. I think it's the 28th, uh, and we're playing the Echo. Nice. Which is uh, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Make sure you get tickets to go see them live. Uh, it's a really tight, good uh, live band. Thank you. And go get the new album. It's called All You Need Is Time. See, now I get it. Time Machine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm always, I was a slow student. Uh, <laughs> really great to meet you, Kelly and Minna. Uh, thanks for coming by. Thank Best you of so luck much. to you. Thank Happy you. New Year. Thank you. Happy and New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. And thanks for joining us on 88.5 The SoCal Sound. I'm Andy Chanley. Be good. Thank you. The SoCal Sound Sessions are produced by 88.5 The SoCal Sound. Session hosted by Andy Chanley. Audio recorded and mixed by Tristan Dolce. Edited by Matt Blake. The SoCal Sound is a public service of California State University Northridge and Saddleback College. Streaming on the web at thesocalsound.org.